Welcome to the Taco Tuesday Fantasy Football League Podcast, presented by Rico's Cheese. Now here's your host, Spicy Gumbo. Hello, podcast listeners, for another exciting edition of the Taco Tuesday Fantasy Football League Podcast. I'm your host, Spicy Gumbo. It is we are recording this. It is the 9th Columbus Day, or to my friends north of the border in Canada, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, but we, you'll be hearing this on the 10th, so we have no idea what's going on in the Packers-Raiders game tonight. But I am joined by a longtime manager of our league and a frequent guest on this podcast, Dave. Happy endings. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm warm. I'm, 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 I'm warm. I'm warm that you're here. I'm excited that you're here. You're one of my favorite people. So I am. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you can make it with us today. Yeah, Augustine is not one of my favorite people ever again. So you know. <laughs> so what our poor friend Dave is referring to, and what many listeners have probably seen, is um, Augie and Jesse. Dolphins and me cry at our league had the wonderful DJ Moore um, uh, Chase slash Hill stack. So he had Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, and DJ Moore all on his team um, on the same week. And Montgomery did pretty well too. So yeah, so I think he is on pace to score well above 250 points this this week. Um, it's it, 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 those are the kind of beatings, Dave, that managers can. You know, relate to you, 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 you just what you might get that out of your out of the way. I'd rather, I'd rather lose like that, than lose like by point five. I'd rather just get the oh, crap. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hundred percent agree. I mean, and, yeah. and for the record, he's already at two hundred and fifty-two points. He's projected to get three hundred point eight four points. <laughs> yeah, it, it just so for reference for all of our listeners out there, our league does have some nice bonuses for um, t- long touchdowns, long running plays. So, but for but even for most leagues out there, like I think I was reading a stat somewhere, if your team and this actually this actually happened a lot of drafts a lot of people did draft jamar chase and dj moore like if you're just in that spot of like number two or three in the draft somewhere in that realm a lot of teams do have both those receivers on their team and they won 99.8 percent of matches this week if you had the dj moore jamar chase stack so Congratulations to all those people out of there. And congratulations to Jesse and Augie possibly having the highest score in our league ever. So, and it was, and it was against Dave, but, but your team had a bad week. So, I mean, so it, yeah, it, that's the thing. Like, it's not like your, your team blew out of the water, like 200 plus points and you still lost. That would have been even worse. You know, it's like you're all your team in an off week and luckily you you still would have lost. So it's kind of nice not having a, oh, I would have beat anybody else in, in the league, but I had to play this guy. So I don't know. I still consider it the worst <laughs> week ever. I mean, you got to remember my uh, beloved Washington Redskins command, whatever we're supposed to call them these days. You know, I was watching uh, more go off against my beloved team, so it just made it uh, even worse to uh, watch them lose to Fields, who decided to finally play a game. And uh, yeah, it was just a hor- it was a horrible Thursday. I call it Black Thursday, whatever you want to call it. it was 
The interesting point about that game, Dave, um, I was watching as well. And, and for those listeners out there, our league also has a survivor pool. I'm sure a lot of you are involved in the survivor pool. Someone in our league chose Washington. I was actually very close to choosing Chicago. Uh, I was, I mean, I almost pulled a trigger on it, but I stuck with Miami. It worked out for me anyway. But I do think Chicago is playing better football. Like if you got last week, um, even though they lost to Denver, um, I liked the way they were playing up until like the last two minutes of the game and going into this week against the commanders, I just seeing the kind of defense the commanders played. I was actually happy. I was actually, I was like, oh, yeah, I think Chicago's going to win this game. Um, and actually was, I actually was considering benching fields for Stafford because cup was coming back, but I was like, no, I'm going to leave fields in there. I think he's going to do okay. And yeah, he, fields did well. I still lost my match because I benched Zach Moss and played uh, Jonathan Taylor. So if I, if, I had, yeah. if I left Zach Moss in and not bench Jonathan Taylor, I would have won my match. So there are a lot of managers out there who are cursing, the Colts for bringing back Jonathan Taylor, you know, and there, there, there were, there were clues out there saying they were going to ease him into it. But I was like, eh, you got Jonathan Taylor. He's healthy. They just paid him a buttload of money. They're going to play him. And they didn't. They played Zach Moss more. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I had 50 points sitting on my bench that I easily would have won with. So another loss for spicy gumbo listeners out there. I'll be one and four going into next week, but I will not give up because everybody remembers the legend of spicy gumbo from last year, starting own four, making the championship game. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I can't remember who else. Did you have anybody on your bench that was remotely um, good? That was uh, uh, that had a good day. <laughs> It was just, I mean, no. Uh, <laughs> if I look here, I'm looking right now. Uh, my, okay, yeah, okay, if we want to get real technical. My my defense, I could have put it in my defense and uh, got more points. Who was uh, your defense you played? <laughs> I, well, I played Washington. Oh, um, negative one, I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's correct. Yep. <laughs> uh, I could have gotten 18 points from Pittsburgh. And then I did bench Reynolds and could have got 19.6 from him. Um, so, which, thank you to uh, Buddy. Uh, I was listening to your guys' podcast when he was talking about Reynolds, and that's when I went on the waiver wire and actually got him after y'all's podcast. So, uh, thanks for that. Hey, it's, he's a great player. I think it's <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, you, know, it, you, actually, you actually raised an interesting point, Dave. Someone asked you this. Um, I was at work the other day about points and you know does it matter about points matter like even though if you, you, get, you get blown out um it may come down to points at the end of the season i've seen people miss or make the playoffs so even if your team has bad matchups even if it has you're probably going to lose even if the projection is way off where you're you probably lose and you, and you probably will lose you still want to try to get as many points into your lineup as possible so well and you know another thing i took from that podcast too god i hate giving you kudos but um, you know, I'd won some pretty big games and wasn't really close, but I did go in and look at my kickers. I actually made some changes at my kickers, even though I was winning. I saw that my kickers were kind of me and, uh, yeah, I think we, uh, overlooked those small points, but, uh, just changing of the kicker, I've increased my points, I think by like four points every week, just from having a new kicker. So even though I was winning, but <laughs> well, it, 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 it touches my heart, Dave, that you listen, you're one, you're one of the few dozen people that listen to my podcast. So I really appreciate it. No, we, we, get, we, we, we get, we get, we get a few downloads each week. So we get, we get a good amount of people, but um, I get a lot of comments on Twitter here and there, my Twitter inbox. So going to my mail, but my mail, Mailbag. 
bike segment. Um, mm-hmm. So first of all, um, thank you everybody out there in Twitterverse. Make sure to follow us at Taco FFL. Follow my Twitter page, like our podcast, all that good stuff. I, I got a question from someone, and I don't know if you do this or not, Dave. Um, it's from Pete KBB zero four zero. A lot of numbers. Okay, so he said, um, any season long bets you like? Um, any daily bets you like? Uh, so it's a, it's a good question. I actually don't talk about this too much on the podcast because we're based in Texas and we're not allowed to sports bet. Um, and I, I'm using air quotes right now, even though you can't see me, I'm not allowed to. Um, but I mean, of course, air quotes, no way around it. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, if I were to sports bet, I do like seeing in with like, sports odds and the Vegas odds. And I do think that correlates with how players do in fantasy. Do you ever take a look at um, sports betting at all, like on a daily or season long basis, Dave, when Uh, it comes to NFL? uh, When it comes to NFL, a little bit, um, just based on um, total wins for seasons, based on, um, just on the, the daily stuff, though, with receiving yards and rushing yards and stuff like that, I've looked at it and dabbled with it here and there. Um, but, I mean, you know, if you were to be a betting man, um, it is interesting to look at opening opening spreads and then following which ones are increasing, which ones are decreasing, looking at where the money's going. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a two – it's kind of a – doesn't always work, but a lot of times if you see a line open up at five and it – you know, and it moves a point and a half, which is huge. Uh, chances are that, you know, somebody much smarter than us knows something else is going on and uh, you should probably jump on that train. So It's, it's, yeah. And I, and I encourage people like you hit the nail right ahead, Dave. I encourage people to, you know, go on, even, even if you're not making bets, you could still go on to DraftKings or bet MGM or whatever you want to go on to. Mm-hmm. And you can look at the spreads. You can look at the odds. You can look at the prop bets of some guys yeah, and just say, bets. yeah, I mean, because like, oh, this guy is projected to have less than 270 yards passing. This quarterback's projected to have more. And these guys look at the stats. They look at trends. They look at weather. I mean, they look at home or away, dome open, grass, turf. So I always encourage people to, go on these websites and just take a look at the spreads. So, but if you were to bet, so I, I uh, so what's um, our friend here, I believe it's Pete. Yeah. Pete asked, do I bet? So if you go and bet Pete, there's a couple of strategies that I usually try to do when I do sports betting, <clears throat> of course, number one, don't bet more than you can afford. That's, that's true. Any betting website, manager, bank, all that kind of thing. Um, and then do your research but really what I find really interesting, especially for fantasy owners that are looking at the numbers like on a game, let's say, let's say they're looking at the Bears Vikings game for next weekend. Understand the numbers that you're seeing. Like what's the money line? The money line is it's just, it's just a straight bet, win or lose. The spread, basically a handicap on either side of the team. Props, parlays are combining a bunch of teams together with one bet. Um, what else is there? teasers futures i like the betting futures a lot like like dave was saying season-long futures who's going to the super bowl who's going to win the nfc east who's going to win the nfc central you can even parlay that who's going to win both of them so it kind of depends what your strategy is going in depending on the bet you want to play but for the most part um i try to tell people this if you're going to get into sports betting try to just 
do straight money line for a couple of bets, like you know, bet ten bucks to win twenty. Um, and then let's say you go, let's say you, let's say you bet four games, bet ten bucks to win twenty in four games, and you go three and one. That's a that's a profit of thirty bucks there. Mm-hmm. If you do that same fourteen parlay, Dave, you just lost ten bucks. Yep. You lost. You lost yep. ten bucks. So I always say stick with stick with the straight betting. Don't go with the the parlays too early. Parlays are the parlays are the hail marys of the NFL. I mean, it's uh, it's it's much easier to do the three game parlay, but you know, some people go out there and do the four or five. Well, once you, I mean, I think three is still tough. I mean, that's why they pay you such odds to get those three games right. But I mean, don't forget about the over unders. Don't forget about stuff like that as well. I mean, that that's another way to bet it as well. Um, especially. You can do a little research on that. I mean, you can look at what the weather is going to be like. I mean, but you'll see the, again, uh, if you go in, I mean, there's an app. Uh, it's like iodds.com. There's an app that will show you what the opening lines are, what they've moved, what the public consensus is. Um, there's some ads on it and stuff like that. I mean, where you just have to wait the 15 seconds for the stupid game that nobody's ever going to get. But um, it's a pretty good tool if you want to look at, you know, just what I, I'm a big fan of what opening, what the opening lines are and then watching a move. And so that's um, just, it's, it's a good telltale for me because it does incorporate everything that you just talked about. So it's funny you mentioned that. I'm going to get to that in our next segment about opening lines, how they move, but I wanted to finish up with um, Pete's question was, um, so what are you trying to do, Pete? You trying to make money or you trying to have fun? Like my wife and I, we actually, We'll put like a 15 game parlay for 10 bucks sometimes on just uh, like a weekly, a week study games. And we'll put it on a big whiteboard in our living room and we'll just drink beer and watch it and just see who wins or loses. I don't think we've ever won one of those at all. Um, Mm -hmm. But if we did, it's like 10 grand, you know? So, like, okay, let's just do it. But if you're trying to make money, stick with daily. But I got a new segment. I got a new new segment for you here, Dave. It's called You Shall Not Pass Segment. And this segment is, I'm going to rapid fire, 12 different bets. It could be um, lines, over-unders, parlays, um, prop bets. And you tell me where they're going to be. And I'm going to track them this week, and then we'll see how you did. All right. All right. So he was speaking about the over-under and how they move. So I, this moved just today. It moved almost Two and a half points. So I was looking at the Bears Vikings game. Um, it is Bears are <laughs> Bears are three and a half point underdogs at home against the Vikings this weekend. The over under started at 49 mm-hmm. um, this morning and it moved to 46.5 just because there's news popping out that Justin and Jefferson hamstring injury may keep him out one to two weeks. So who do you like? Bears or Vikings straight money bet. Uh, straight money bet. I'm going with the Vikings. The Vikings. Do you you think they'll cover the 3.5 spread? I think they'll cover the 3.5. The Vikings have been playing. I mean, if you look at Kirk Cousins, I mean, it it just something's just something's happened every week where it's just something. I don't know, but I I don't. I, I agree with you that the Bears are playing better. Um, but I don't know if it was the Dick Buck is dying. Uh, but, <laughs> the, I mean, the, also, the ghost. Yeah, they also came out and uh, won the coin flip, and they took the ball instead of deferring it. 
which I mean, I also don't think if you look at the tale of two halves versus Washington and Chicago, it was a two different tales. I mean, even though the score ended up, you know, whatever, uh, just because they were trying to play catch up some interceptions at the end. So I, I personally just don't think Washington was prepared for the game against Chicago. I think they took it as a uh, we're going to win the next three games and this is the easiest of the three. So I like the Vikings a lot in this game. The over under is 46.5. Would you take the over or the under? Uh, I'll take the under. I think it's going to okay. be more of a defensive game. Okay. I, I, I think I am – I'm with you. Possibly the Vikings might win this game. Um, with Justin Jefferson not playing, I'm on the fence about it, but I think Jordan Addison might see a little bit more action there. I will take the over on this one. Um, here's a couple of prop bets for you, Dave. Justin sure. Fields, plus or minus 49 yards rushing. Uh, over. Over. DJ Moore, plus or minus 85 yards receiving. Under. Under. Last one. Kirk Cousins, plus or minus 242 yards passing. Over. Over. Okay, I'm going to keep track of all of those, see how Dave does. Okay, next game I'm looking at here. It is the Chiefs and Broncos. As of right now, they have the highest over-under at 50 points. Taking the over or under, and they are playing in Arrowhead where the Broncos are 10.5-point underdogs going into Kansas City. I mean, it's 50 points is still a lot for an NFL game. I know we've seen some uh, greatest shows on turf this year with Miami and you know, everybody else, I, I, I just, uh, or anybody that loves the Cowboys last night still. Um, <laughs> but if you look at that game last night, that I mean, that barely went over 50. So yeah. I, I, I'm taking the under. Taking the under. And the Broncos, I'm, I'm a, you think the Chiefs will cover that 10.5 spread? You think the Broncos will keep it close? Ooh. That's a tough one. I know. <laughs> I think- I just think it's it's not college. I think people don't really. Uh, uh, you know what? I say they're going to win by. I say they're going to win by seventeen. So okay, yeah, so the Chiefs are going to cover that. Okay, yep, they're going yep. to cover it. Okay, um, prop bets. Mahomes plus or minus two point five touchdown passes. <laughs> Over. Over. Pacheco, plus or minus 75 yards rushing. Under. Under. Uh, Let's see. Um, Russell Wilson, plus or minus 235 yards passing. Uh, Over. I think that's over. I think think he's going to go quite a bit over that. I don't think they have the chance, but to try to keep up. Yeah, I agree. I I think Wilson, um, (laughs) that's all they can do. He actually. I think he's QB nine or 10 in fantasy right now. I mean, he's not doing terrible. This, the Broncos defense is not nearly as good as it was last year. Okay. Right. Cowboys and chargers. We'll talk about the Monday night game. There's our last one I'm going to talk about here. Um, Cowboys actually 2.5 underdogs heading down into SoFi stadium, 49.5 over under who do you like the Cowboys or the chargers? Yeah. Hate saying this. I like the Cowboys. All right. So he's taking the Cowboys over the Chargers in California. And 49 points. And I would take that money line for some people betting. So Yeah, I think it's a great bet. Um, I, I think the Cowboys are going to get that bad taste out from Northern California. I don't know often put it down in Southern California. Um, 49.5 over, under. What are you thinking? Under. Under. All right. So let's see. You got a couple of prop bets on this game, too. 
What do we got here? Ah, Justin Herbert, plus or minus 275 yards passing. Under. Under for Herbert's. Austin Eckler, plus or minus 95 total scrimmage yards. Let's go over on that. <laughs> over. And Dak, plus or minus 245 yards passing. Over. Over. Okay, so we got some nice bets here. You want a bonus and, one? I go ahead. The, uh, I bet the Cowboys have... What's the sacks over under? Oh, let's take a look. 2.5. Over. Easy. Over. over. <laughs> 2.5 right now, sacks. Okay. Yeah. Taking it over. I'll write that one down. All right. Got all those down here. We'll see how Dave does in our little <laughs> pseudo um, betting line here at the Taco Tuesday betting parlor. We'll see what Dave pulls out. Okay. Um, and if I go quick... perfect, do not give out my phone number, email, or anything. So yeah, <laughs> I'll give you. I'll send you some cheese. That's all. I'll give you some cheese from our from our from our sponsor. <laughs> but I'm gonna take a quick commercial break, guys. Here we come back. Um, we're gonna talk some waiver wire picks for week six. We'll be right back. Rico's not only has just Rico's cheese, which mind you is awesome they have a wide variety of other rico's products for sale one is the rico's 6.2 ounce pretzel on the go pack which includes a beautiful soft 2.7 ounce pretzel and a 3.5 ounce cup of delicious cheese sauce it's a nice little box you take it on the go and it's microwavable the cheese is smooth and delicious with just a hint of jalapeno to dip that nice soft pretzel in Go grab a box and enjoy. It is available wherever Rico's products are sold. And we're back, listeners. So hopefully you go out there and buy some of that wonderful Rico's pretzel new product they have out there with their cheese. So hopefully you guys like that commercial a little bit. But waiver wire. So a few big injuries going on in the running back department, especially as it seems like every week there is a running back injury. And I think Dave can agree with me that we saw Connor go down with a knee injury, never came back to that Arizona game. And I got to watch the great Imari Demarcado play out there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> did you happen to see a little bit of him when he played? Yeah, no, I watched the, uh, I watched him. He, uh, yeah, looked, uh, looked good. I have to tell you, I did not know who it was. I had to go back and look. Um, he's a rookie, um, TCU, TCU Horn Frog rookie. Um, and I was like, okay, so I watched some of his film, pretty good. Um, I, he, he actually popped up on my radar um, back in week three. I think he had like four or five completions a week through. So I, I'm assuming they have him as a, a pass catching specialist as a running back. So that's actually pretty interesting news because if Connor is down for like, you know, two weeks or two weeks plus, you know, this guy could be a three down back. If he's taken the running work from Connor and he was already a pass catching back specialist to begin with, mm-hmm. I could see them leaning on this guy pretty hard um, for at least a couple weeks until Connor comes back. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. He is a rostered in 0.2% of Yahoo and sleeper leagues. So I don't think a very, a big bid will be, you'll be able to pick him up pretty quick. Cause I don't think he is a, 
long-term solution there in Arizona. But if you guys possibly a James Conner owner would be the one, I would think that would bid on him. But if you need running back, he might be a good one to get, go pick up. Um, let's see another one. I was watching this game um, because I'm a huge Anthony Richardson fan because I just love the Colts. And I, I had JT, and I, as I alluded to earlier, I also had Zach Moss, and I decided to bench Zach Moss for JT, and it did not work out for me. But I was watching Josh Downs, the wide receiver for the Colts, um, rostered in 2% of Yahoo and Sleeper Leagues. Guy had 97 yards, six catches. He's a small guy. Um, he is 5'9", 171 pounds. Um, I, heard, I heard another analyst call him, Dave, the budget Devonta Smith, <laughs> the because uh, uh, Pittman would be the AJ Brown. So the budget Devonta Smith, you know, I actually think this guy is worthy of a decent amount of fab just because of the quarterback situation right now in Indianapolis. Um, Gardner Minshew is going to play um, possibly for the next four games, if not longer. Um, so what the news coming out of Indianapolis was a AC joint sprain, pretty, pretty decent one. Um, that's going to sideline Richardson for a minimum of three weeks, but more than likely four to five. So, and that was his throwing arm was his right arm, his right AC mm-hmm. sprain. So Minshew is not running the ball at all. He is not a runner. So he's going to pass the ball much more than Richardson. So you'll see bumps across the board for all the receivers and bumps for both running backs, whichever one's going to play. Since I have both in our league, I'll probably end up having to play both, not knowing what's going to happen. So, um, but you know, it's, it's a good bump across the board. I do like Josh Downs in this situation. Yeah. <clears throat> Who do you got? You got any wa- waiver wire picks you're looking yeah, at? Yeah, so I, I got two. Uh, one is kind of just like, I can't believe he's still available in any league is uh, Purdy. Uh, ah. Purdy. Purdy's only rostered in 81% of leagues. Um, he's not rostered in our league. Uh, uh, yes, I dropped him. <laughs> yeah. Um, how anybody can drop this dude, or you dropped him, but uh, <laughs> I guess you dropped him off. Uh, what did you drop him after week two? Yeah, so. well, no, I actually just dropped him. The only reason I dropped him, Dave, was because Fields is just. Fields, I think, is coming to his own, and I had Stafford. And I just didn't want to have, bench, um, have three quarterbacks on my roster, so I had to oh. choose between Stafford and Purdy. I, I, I think I made the wrong choice. I really do. I think I made the wrong choice there of keeping <laughs> Stafford and dropping Purdy, um, but I, I agree with you. I should have kept him, but it, it will see. I mean, Cup's coming back. I'm not sure how L.A. is going to do, so yeah, but just, it's, uh, it's tough. You just look at Purdy. I mean, just in our, and I know our points are a little different, but I mean, 40 points this week, 41 last week, 36 the week before. I mean, good God, how is he not like on anybody's team? Um, but then, and that's all I'll say about Purdy. I mean, Mr. Illegitimate. Ir- 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 so, um, <laughs> illegitimate, you mean? Yeah, illegitimate, irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. You know, you want to call him. Yeah, irrelevant. Irrelevant. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my other one is a little bit of a homer pick, but um, I think there's a lot of disappointing tight ends in the league right now. Uh, yeah, there we go. I know you're going to pick Logan Thomas, right, buddy? Yep. Yeah. Logan Thomas is only rostered 15% of uh, Yahoo Sports Leagues. And, um, I mean, his targets, if you look at his targets, I mean, eight targets week number one. Week number two, he had three targets, but got taken out of the game after that hit. He didn't play week three, and then they eased him back week four, and then last week he had 11 targets. So um, he's he's 
Oh, I, I just, uh, he's one that I'm looking at. Yeah. Uh, possibly picking up. Um, I just think uh, he's very much liked by Howe. He's definitely a safety net. Um, even this week, there was a couple uh, throws that were thrown to him and he was hit big and he popped right up. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I just think he's one of those, uh, I'm definitely not going to call him Gronk, but he's definitely one of those uh, big tight ends that uh, are not scared to go across the middle or a slant pattern and catch the ball and take a hit, which uh, I think is huge uh, for especially a big-bodied receiver like him. Yeah, talking about uh, Logan Thomas first, I was watching that Thursday night game, and there was a pat, a play right at the end of the first half where he actually – um, caught it and ran for like 35 yards or something like that. I can't remember how long it was. And you hear Al Michaels in the background. Oh, there's 35 yards. Irrelevant for Logan Thomas, but totally relevant Al Michaels for fantasy owners. So you just yeah. you just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I, I, I agree. I, I love the guy. I actually think he was my tight end of choice in this league, like maybe like in 2020 or 2019. I can't remember what year I had him. Um, he's been around for a long time. He knows the position really well. I do think he is that tight end. You're going to have to you know, take the ups and downs with there are weeks he will get you three points. There are weeks he will get you 20 points. And, you know, but a solid floor with him of like, you know, you know, five catches, 50 yards every week. You know, I'll, 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 I'll live with that. And, and I'll hope for the big games. I'll live with a solid floor. Like you said, I think he's a definitely a good safety valve for how I like him. Here's a slight injury risk with him. He's been injured in and out, you know, the past few seasons, but mm-hmm. I guess who isn't I mean, Kelsey got hurt this weekend too. So we'll see what happens. Right. But, um, uh, Brock, Brock, Brock Purdy. And I want to, well, because people are probably going to be, now writing me why I dropped them. The only reason I dropped Brock Purdy, Dave, was I think he has a very high floor, higher than Fields and higher than Stafford by far. Um, but in this league that I'm going to be one and four in now, the league that we're talking about, I, I can't, I can't play him because I need guys that can go off. I need a high ceiling guys. And Brock Purdy really isn't a high ceiling guy yet. Um he has a he has a pop off for those 60 point games and those 55 point games. Um, but I mean how, how many how many quarterbacks this year have gone off for over 50 points? It's true. It's, it's they're they're far and few between but since mm-hmm. I have I since I have fields and he's had I know, 50, I know you're trying to defend yourself but you 50 know, points 40 points 40, <laughs> yeah. points, 40 points this week 41 points last week. Wow. If, if, if I could get a quarterback that I could guarantee got me 35 points plus every week, I would feel pretty good. It's true. Yeah. I've been, that might be the Homer in me, as most people know, I'm from Chicago. I just, yeah. I, I can't bench fields quite yet, especially since he's playing so well. Um, if he has another terrible game, we'll see, but Minnesota's defense is terrible. I think he's going to have a fine game. This I, just, I, mean, I, I feel uh, pretty certain that somebody's going to pick up Purdy off of our waiver wire this week. I mean, it won't be me, but I, I feel pretty certain that he's not. I mean, two 40 point games, he's not going to sit on those. He was, gonna... yeah, it's funny. He was sitting there uh, one morning. Um, and it's, it's true for some reason. He was just sitting there. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll pick him up. You know, I think, I think it was Guatemala and his circle. GH dropped him and I'll pick him up. I just couldn't, I couldn't roster three quarterbacks. So, yes, go pick up Brock Purdy, Logan Thomas. Amari DeMercado, Josh Downs, go get them. They are great picks out there, listeners, and you will do good to have them on your rosters. Maybe not long-term, but definitely for week six. Okay. Dave, happy endings. Are you ready for the segment that everybody came to hear? Who said that? 
Yeah, this is going to be the quickest segment of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. I'm, so... not a, I'm not a movie buff. I had to look up who John Hughes was. The name sounded familiar. Um, yeah, I can tell you I've never seen 16 Candles. Believe it or not, I've never seen The Breakfast Club. I've never seen Weird Silence. I've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, I've never seen the full movie of Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. So, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. Let's just make it really quick. <laughs> okay. Well, you mentioned one of the movies that this is going to be focused on. So, um, so in this segment, listeners. So, first of all, you know that I do I do four questions. I've done four questions for a few years, and so I started doing these movie lines. I've got a lot of positive feedback on them, so I'm going to try to do them more often. But I'm not always going to do rom rom coms. I'm not always going to do extra movies. So it'll change each week. It'll it'll, it'll change the the genre and what kind of movie it is. So this week I gave. Dave the clue it's going to be a John Hughes movie and we are going to focus on the breakfast club that is the movie we are focusing on today <laughs> so it'll be fast so you, well, yeah, the, it, go ahead and mark here, zero you're also the guy you're also the guy we sit and play poker with can name every 80s and 90s song that comes on the uh the radio so go for it. <laughs> I I um yeah I will have to say that I I, I I love the eighties. It's just a great yeah. time of music and movies. And you're right. I do. I do enjoy trivia when it comes to, it. but I'm going to help you. I'm, I'm here to help you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to help you. So I got four lines from this movie. The good thing about the breakfast club, if you haven't seen it and our listeners out there, there's only five main characters. There's only five of them. That's mm-hmm. the, it's the kids you see on that poster. It's the breakfast club. So I'm going to give you a hint. These next four lines are said by one of these five kids, Dave. So if you can, so I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, one guy's name is Brian, played by Anthony Malcolm Hall. There's John Bender, played by Judd Nelson. Claire, who's played Molly Ringwald. Um, Andrew is Emilio Estevez. And Allison's Ali Sheedy. So, uh, and there's also the assistant principal, um, played, by, played by Paul Gleason. So I guess there's six. Hmm. Um, so... These lines come from them, and I'm going to help you out as much as I can with these lines. All right, here we go. Number one, you ready? Mm. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Sounds like something an assistant principal would say. It is. See, look at that. Number one in the book. That is Richard from the movie, or they call him Dick. <laughs> Paul, the late great Paul Gleason did say that line, talking to John Bender, the character. Let's roll the little the line for our listeners here. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. And you know, with that line, um, it's 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 iconic. You know, he, he has the he has the bull horns in his hand and he flips them over. <laughs> it's just just a great line. So look at that. See? One for one. One for one, yeah. Dave. Number two. <laughs> okay. The line is, you know, I have just as many feelings as you do, and it hurts so much when people step all over them. Is the letter of the first name of the person that said it? <laughs> I tell you what, it was a female that said it. So there's only oh, two females in the, in the cast. Allison's Ali Sheedy, it is incorrect. It was Claire, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> it's okay. It was 50 50. I was trying to help you out there. Yeah. Like, let me roll the line here. You know, I have just as many feelings as you do, and it hurts just as much when somebody steps all over them. And with, with that line, um, they're talking and they're doing something. I can't remember what the, what the, why she said that, but Claire, Claire was the, like, 
emotional girl in the whole movie crying all the time and everything was boohoo because she was the rich girl so um, okay watch this movie. No. you have you have to watch it you have to watch I will, it Dave. i will such, never watch it it is so iconic mm. of teenage angst in the 80s and even wow. today so yeah. i'm all over it I okay major in the 80s so yeah so. <laughs> number three <clears throat> well Everyone's home life is unsatisfying. If it wasn't, we'd live at home forever. John. So that John Bender is incorrect. That was Andrew, Emilio Estevez, the John. Uh, he said that. So that's okay. One for three. You'll get this last one. I know you will. But oh, hang on. Let me play a line for everybody. Well, everyone's home life is unsatisfying. And if it wasn't, people would live with their parents forever. Um, and you know it's it's probably that one was said towards the end of the movie Um, but this next one I know you'll get this next one here we go does Barry Manilow know you raid his wardrobe John again that was John yes John Bender they rolled the line here oh that was right does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe the beginning of the movie um, they're in the library together um just a great line. <laughs> wasn't it uh, Emilio Estevez? Wasn't he in a movie where like he was like a like a trash collector or something like that at one point? Man at work. He played with his brother Charlie, Charlie, right. Charlie. Charlie Sheen was his yes, fellow Charlie buddy. Yeah. I just remember the beginning where they were hung over making those shakes in the morning with eggs and just it was nasty. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're 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 eighties. 80s 90s video guys <laughs> oh man so that, was, that, that that's actually a pretty funny movie too um but anyway so two for four and you said you would not get any of them that's 50 percent, dave that's better than, than than most people do at this and as, I like, would, and as i would tell my son you're still failing so yeah <laughs> that's true if you miss half you're still failing but you could have yeah. got a zero and not even showed up so at least you, mm. you showed up and got half <laughs> yeah okay I got no credit, and I showed up. That's great. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we are coming up here on 30 Minutes, um, listeners. I want to thank um, Rico's for sponsoring this podcast. They definitely keep the lights on here. I want to thank Pete for his mailbag submission. Great question. Great talk about sports betting. I do encourage everybody to go out there. Just go to any kind of any kind of betting line website, um, and this way you can see that even the one that Dave mentioned. But you can go to almost any one website that you that you do sports betting at you may not be able to put bets on there but you can definitely see the the odds there it might help you with your players um i definitely want to thank my very good friend and league mate um contestant here dave happy ending thank you for being on the podcast today thank you chris thanks for everything you do Oh, I appreciate it. Um, remember, everybody, please go on to our Twitter page at TacoFFL. Like and subscribe to Twitter page and definitely like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Uh, make sure you go out there and buy Rico's products wherever they are sold. Okay. Good luck week six, everybody. This was the Taco Tuesday Fantasy Football League podcast. Spicy Gumbo signing off.